Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super duper welcome. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. I don't... Benny, do I have my mic set up okay with this new setup here? I believe so, yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. am I like yelling in the mic? Hold on, I gotta make an adjustment, right? So one of the things I don't have um, is, uh, so we do a lot of work, Benny, with our hosts, right? We go out there and we make sure that we get them set up. A lot of folks are using green screens now. It's really kind of cool. Um, and so I decided, okay, we're going to try a few things here on the Dr. Pat show. And so we're going to fool around with a bunch of things, but I've got some great things planned. One of the things that for me, I, I'm really, I love being a teacher and a student at the same time. I like being both. And so one of the things that I, that I realized is that there's so much really cool content we have that lends itself to imagery and pictures and and different other things and so we have this interesting uh gotta fix my lip gloss right there we have this really interesting process we use to make sure we're getting everybody the picture is they need and get them out there to you um and i'm all about the visuals too i mean we have great talk radio content but nowadays a picture is worth a thousand words And so we're really honoring that. But one of the things that I think is interesting is that we live in a world of technology. And Benny, so Benny, I've been talking about our new technology almost being done. It's done. Good. That's awesome. I know. And we have it in the development mode. And we're going to be working, um, testing it and getting it ready and And it's fascinating to see how something that is so much a part of you takes on a life of its own. And that leads me to the question today is like, what is it really in our lives that are taking on a life of its own? Well, today we're going to be talking with somebody that has a powerful message about what does it mean to nourish the body, to feel your spirit, or to balance your life? And that is Dana Moore joining me here today. And she is the author of Shine Brighter Every Day. But when I think about, you know, what this message means, and you start to look at what people are bringing into the world, it's not just about doing all the things we do to create the life we want. It's what are we doing in our minds? What are we thinking? How are we thinking? Um, And what is it that will cut through the sludge or cut through the crust to get you right into the groove 
of what's important in life. And today, um, we're going to be talking with her about what is it about the world we live in that we absolutely can control, like that part of ourselves where we can do things that we thought we couldn't do. We can show up differently. We can be different. We can think differently. And so that's one of the great lessons for me is that, you know, when you think that you don't have a sense of your life or you don't really know how you're going to live or what you're going to do next or how that's going to turn out in the end, the one thing I learned the first time a friend handed me Viktor Frankl's book was basically this. We don't have a lot of things we can choose. Maybe that's what you think. We don't have a lot of freedoms to choose, but we do have some very important ones. We can choose to decide what we're going to think, what we're going to believe. We can even choose what it means to have a most amazing and joyful life. Um, We can choose things that have to do with how we nourish our body, how we nourish our soul. Um, How many days, I, I was talking to somebody this morning, Benny, one of our hosts, one of our upcoming hosts, and we were talking about how we hold ourselves back from life. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is, how many times have we wanted to step out and maybe we thought we didn't look good enough? Or maybe we thought we didn't have that personality good enough. And so you could probably fill in the blanks, dot, 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 not good enough, dot, 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 don't have what I need, dot, dot, dot. And I can think of in my life, Many, 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 many lists that I've put together over my lifetime. But one thing for sure for me is people can't snatch that power that we have within us. They can't snatch it from us. They can attempt to dim the light on it, but they can't really snatch that thing that's inside every single one of us that allows us to be more powerful than we can even imagine. You know, my friend, I had a friend that called me yesterday. Penny, can you imagine this? You ready for this? I had a friend of mine from um, the Pacific Northwest, let's just say, Mm -hmm. not Seattle, but the Pacific Northwest, right? Uh, Let's just call it the Portland area. And they called me yesterday, and Benny, here's what they asked. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you run for Congress or something? Mm -hmm. Like, why don't you run for some office? And we're on like a little Zoom meeting. And I was looking at her, and she, I have to tell you, Benny, she was like dead serious. I mean, like, you know how that looked like when you and I are in the studio together and we're like looking at each other. It's like that moment. Remember when Michael Shane was in the studio and like those gemstones and stuff came out of his mouth, right? And it was that moment on my face that was so frozen. I was speechless. And she said, what's wrong with what's what the heck is wrong with you, Pat? 
she says, you know, you do a bunch of shows, not here on this network, but you do like you do the power of shows and you're out there and you're talking about women in yellow t-shirts in Portland. Why don't you run for office? And I just said to her, I said, you know, here's the thing. I'm not called to do that. That's not what helps. That's not what makes me feel like shining brighter. I love to write letters to both of my senators. I love to write letters to Congress. I love to call, you know, the Speaker of the House and the Speaker of the Senate. And I love to leave like a million gazillion messages on their phone. Like, dude, what do you think you're doing? So I pick up the phone and I make those calls. Uh, but I've always done that. I mean, I'm from New York. I'm from a very burn your bra, glorious dynam. I'm going to mention a few names. Some of you young people are going to be like, oh, she is like so old school. Bella Abzuk, Google that woman. And but, but I come from that place where if something gnaws at you and is dimming your light, dimming your light, right? That's what we're going to talk about today. We're not going to talk about dimming your light, but we're going to talk about what it means to shine brighter. But you know, you know it. I know it. We all know it. We know it. When we have this big, radiant, sunny, morning, sunrise light and the dimmer switch gets turned on and you got the big light, but now you don't have the big light and you see part of yourself in the shadow. And today we're going to be talking with someone that says, and I believe her and this is how I live my life today. But honestly, uh, if she were my coach like 30 years ago, uh, probably would have been able to run for Congress because we didn't know what we didn't know 30 years ago. What we know now is that we have ways that affect our bodies and affect our energy, and it has to do with food. It has to do with what we take in our minds, and it has to do with the very foundation that might become rocked. But are we gonna give our light away? Are we gonna decide to let somebody put their hand on your dimmer switch and turn that thing down? And I'm saying, my guest today, Ms. Moore says, no way. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. We're gonna get right at it. We'll be right back. Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories. Aspire higher. And live a whole lot larger. To help you unleash your powered up. Pumped up. I am soul stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on The Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at TracyLClark.com. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? 
you. We created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Do you drive yourself crazy trying to make important decisions? And when you finally do, then you start second-guessing yourself. Would you like to know why you do this and how to change it? You can. When you take time to go inward, you'll find a wisdom that resides in the body. Begin by quieting your mind and sending your awareness into your body. Notice where there may be a discomfort. Ask it what it wants you to know. Listen carefully. It will reveal what it is about making this decision which holds you back. You can keep asking for information until you reach the deep core value of what keeps you from comfortably making a decision and sticking with it. Awareness is the first step toward making change. I'm Carrie Kadambi, and I'd love for you to join me on Transformation Talk Radio for my show, A Spirited Exchange. For more information about me, visit my website, thedivineguidancegift.com. Divine Transmissions Radio with host Lisa Marie. Tune in every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com where Lisa Marie, Shakti Ma, helps you to reach deeper levels of the self and create a powerful space of healing, learning, and transcendence. Divine Transmissions Radio. For more information, visit ShaktiMa.net. That's S-H-A-K-T-I-M-A.net. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so good to have all of you joining me here today. Donna Moore is joining me here. But and, and, you know, I was talking about you. I was talking about you before the show uh, and you, you couldn't hear it. But, you know, what I was talking about was we are living in an interesting time where we're going to learn some lessons. And 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 Donna, one of the lessons I talked about is exactly what you represent and what your message is. Right. You know, uh, Ayurvedic physician. You should, have, you should have seen the way I pronounced that 10 years ago, just saying. Uh, certified health educator, but more than that, you are like me. You know, we have been called optimists. Now, you have a really cool phrase, passionate optimist. I get labels like you are an optimist on steroids, Pat. That's like you, <laughs> right? Um, but here's the thing. You and I went through some serious, serious, what most people would call setbacks, chronic disease, discomfort at every level. And and now you've got this fantastic book, which I was talking about, Shine Brighter Every Day. And as I was going through it and reading it, what I was drawn to and what I was, what I love talking about is how does somebody get to become you? How do you get past all of the things that you've gotten past? How did you do that? How did you move to this place as a respected certified health educator? How did you get from those places that would have stopped most people? How did you get from there to here today? And welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, uh, first of all. And it's quite humbling the way you introduced me or the way you actually asked me all those questions. Like sometimes we don't really give ourselves a lot of credit for what we do and what we get through. And as you speak, I'm like, are you talking about me? 
So thank you for that. And it, it's, it takes a lot of work to keep yourself grounded when you're making these steps in your life because it's hard to give yourself value for what you do. And then when people start giving you value, you, 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 gotta keep, you have to keep yourself grounded otherwise you can float around. Um, but I can say that it all started with a very special education of based on love and, and nature. Like my mom brought me up, my parents brought me up and my mom had a lot to do with the way she supported me in my life. And when things got, life was always had to be fun. And that was really important. Like if it's not fun, you know, we would be in a traffic jam and my mom would get out of the car and put music on really loud and start dancing. And we'd be like, oh my God, you're so embarrassing. And she's <laughs> like, guys, loosen up. Don't take life so seriously. Like you need to enjoy it. And as I grew into the working world and I got into like very into academics, you know, I saw everyone was so serious all the time. And I was like, wow, I was brought up with this and I was too serious. So having, I think one of the most amazing virtues that we could look for and, and hold on to in our life is reflection and contemplation because the more we can actually look at ourselves the more we can understand and the more conscious we become and Eckhart Tolle says it so nicely consciousness is true freedom real freedom in life is being conscious because then you can really choose if you want to be angry if you want to be sad if you want to play the victim or if you don't and I think that that kind of upbringing and that kind of education can really give you and if you haven't had that education, it's not too late. Like life, I mean, I had that education, but I'm different from my brothers and sisters and they had that education too. So I'm not saying that they're just, we're all different. Um, but we, it's really about how much you want from yourself and how much, how much you pull out from yourself. Because we all have, I have a really nice chapter and there's a paragraph that I love of that chapter. It's called A Seed will never be a tree if it doesn't go through something you know a seed is just a seed it's not a tree and yeah. we need to go through some kind of positive stress to grow and I think people sometimes are afraid of this growth afraid of feeling anything afraid of yeah. pain but everything we pass through it so to answer yeah, your I, question, I just gotta say something to you about this for a minute you have a lot of phrases like this in your book I don't know if you know it they should tell you that I read the books um, and so you, you've got a lot of phrases like that, but I would venture to say that you're about to tell me how you as a little seedling found a way to bust through some very thick and hard clay soil. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. But uh, so I think it's courage is the first thing you want to have in life It's courage and I say it in my introduction, the willingness, your willingness is your best asset because you can fail a hundred times, but if you have the willingness to just try one more time or to do whatever it is you're afraid to do is so important. Knowing that you have all the answers inside of yourself is also such, my mom, when I started to lose my eyesight, uh, my mom took me outside and she was like, what's that? And I was like, it's a tree. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, yeah. it's a seed, the mountain. And she looked at me and she's like, Donna, you see everything that you need to see. There, everything else is not important. So learning that whatever life gives you is enough for you. And when we start comparing ourselves to others, it's, it's everyone has a different perspective and different, different assets or different resources. And we don't need all the resources. We have the ones we need. We have access to everything we need. I think that 
can really help someone understand that they have the, the capacity, they have all the tools they need to get through. And understanding that there's a, a deeper connection, like we're not here on our own. We, we used to have connection with our helpers and we, we lost connection with them. So we need to know that we're allowed to ask for help and we're allowed to. Yeah. to so yeah, I think in all that said, and it sounds very philosophical, it's very practical, like have the courage to be a dumbass. Sorry to say, I don't know if I'm allowed to say those no, words. Let me tell you, I love that. I don't know if Benny's going to beep us on that. But one of my favorite saying is like ignorant is what has gotten me this far. Um, it, it's not what's going to get me to the next level. But ignorance is not stupidity. It is knowing that I do I don't know what I don't know, Donna. And I think that's what you're talking about. You know, there's this sense of that, that, you know, when I was reading your book, something hit me when when and by the way i have been called a dumbass by like a lot of people in my life i mean i'm just so benny are you gonna like believe me okay i don't know if i should be bleeped or okay but i just the repetitive nature maybe we could just scale back okay i won't bit. say Thanks. it anymore uh da so i've been called there a da but they, thank you benny um for a lot of years in my life i mean you know i'm kind of like you in that that's a phrase that somebody might give me because I don't seem like I know things because I contemplate things and I ask questions. But there's something in the book you wrote, uh, Donna, that I want to just that really talks to what you're saying. And, and I and, and, and I want to I want to hear how you got past that, how you broke through this clay. Right. Uh, we should start like a, a Facebook group, like the D.A. group. No. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to get so many emails from this because that is not positive self-talk right there. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, but you talk about traveling to find myself. Traveling to find myself. And you literally did that. But when I saw it, I took it metaphorically. And yet, have you found yourself? Well, I think that the first thing that I learned is you don't need to travel physically to find yourself, but you definitely do need to travel. And um, the benefit in some cases, like a lot of people, and I'm talking from my own pers person, like my own experience. When I was like a teenager, I used to travel a lot. When I was 15, I traveled alone and I, I traveled to escape but I would find myself in the exact situations that I had at home. And I was like, how is this possible? Like I've been here for two weeks. How could have I created the same exact problems? And I was like, okay, so I learned like at age 15, I was a little bit ahead of my, ahead of my time that I was like, okay, it's not about traveling. It's about changing yourself. So although I did travel, um, what I loved about traveling was that it put me out of my comfort zone. And that is the secret. So it's not about it's not about you have to travel because if you travel and stay in your comfort zone, you're not doing anything for yourself. Like you got you got nothing. Like the whole point is getting out of your comfort zone. That's where you're gonna learn. That's where you're gonna take yourself out of the areas that you know. That's where you are gonna be. Like the aha moments are when you're out of your comfort zone. And so if you're gonna travel alone you will find something. If you're going to travel with your friends and go to the same places and be safe, then traveling is not going to. So I love traveling because I would travel alone and really put myself 
out of my comfort zone in situations where I had to find resources, create new resources. And that kind of forced me into new environments. Um, but the secret is getting out of your comfort zone. And I, I prescribe getting out of your comfort zone, but specifically. So, okay, so you're going to go to a dance class and you're going to dance with a partner. Oh my God. And you're going to go to salsa class. And then, not that. <laughs> so no, well here here in Portugal, where where I am right now, we have very nice dance schools and very friendly. So I'm sure that that exists, but that is a prescription that I I have given, and I think getting out of getting out of our comfort zone is so liberating because yeah. we have to be present in the in the actual moment. Yeah, which is so different from the way we live our day to day life. Yeah. So it's, it's quite. Well, let me just take this back just so you know. We're going to go to a short break here in a minute. But just so you know, I grew up. Okay. This is like, this is odd. I grew up with a very, very strong affinity for the Latin dance. Now, <laughs> doesn't, it didn't make sense in my family. It didn't make sense until I got older. But I'm telling you, when when my friends say let's go dancing do we want to take lessons i'm saying yeah let's go i want to learn latin ballroom let's go to latin ballroom they look at me like what like really and they call you like, a da <laughs> and they're like okay like my hair like even looks like a da um but they're like <laughs> we want to no we're gonna go country and two-step i'm saying no no come on we gotta go do the latin music come on so I find out before my uncle passes away and he's like, come on, Patricia, come on. And I'm saying to him, I don't understand. I got all these relatives with my last name in South America. I say, Uncle Ralph, come on. They got my last name and they're in South America. And I said, I, I don't understand. We have a really odd last name, South America. He says, Patricia, okay, you always know you're going to get in trouble, right? Like when people like call you like by your whole name. And so he's like, okay, so here's the secret. He said, that's where your grandfather was first. And your grandfather had a brother. I said, oh, my grandfather had a brother. Why doesn't anybody in the family know that? That's a DA right there. And so where's the brother? Oh, he went to Brazil. Oh, okay. Because I started to get emails in Portuguese. Wow. Yeah. Like, all I knew was one of the words was familia. And I answered this person, no, we got, I got nothing in Brazil. And then that's when my uncle told me. But the, the plot gets thicker. And this has to do with your book. You got to nourish your body. You got you to gotta feed your spirit. You got to balance your life. And there are so many aspects of this I want to talk about when we come back about what you've written in the book, because I didn't learn this the easy way. But here's the thing. Secrets are killing us. They're killing us. They are, they're making us put food and drugs in our bodies that we did not even understand. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what does nourish your body look like? What does that part of that look like so that you burn so brightly, so brightly, you're going to need a hundred pair of sunglasses. We'll be right back. Message delivery by Lisa Ann. You can't make this stuff up. 
Tune in every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Message Delivery is an inspirational show about the journey to enlightenment and spirituality. For more information or your own personal message delivery, visit AngelMessages2U.com. That's AngelMessages, the number two, the letter U, dot com. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Mer World Radio with me, Amira Beth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit AmeriBeth.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBenton.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. This is so fun. People ask me, this is like the most funnest thing for me, because we have somebody, right, Donna joining us here today from, she's in Portugal, right? Did I get that right? You're, yes, right. I'm in Portugal. Yeah, she's got a fabulous book, which she's going to spend the next half hour talking about. And she was out and about because we had a little confusion with the time of the show. But Benny, this has got to be a first. Benny, this has got to be a first. The other <laughs> one we had was when we had um, Krishna Das mm -hmm. in the barber with the haircut. Remember that? Yeah. This one's even better. This one's better. And what this means is, and this is why somebody like Donna could write this book. She could write this book because... It doesn't matter where you are. 
you could be out shopping and then realize you are on the Dr. Pat show and you have to make it work. <laughs> Donna, thank you. How do people, let's, let's just talk about the book. How do people get a copy of this book? Look, she's laughing. <laughs> this is um, the, the book is available in stores, but yeah. right now with the circumstances, you can get it on Amazon, on Barnes and Nobles in the States. If you're in the UK and Waterstones, um, it ships worldwide. So you can get it anywhere. And Amazon's probably a good an easy bet, but every large bookstore is housing it in the States. Yeah. And here's why I love this book, because first of all, there are pictures in it. That's what I'm saying. But this is a book that we have to get people to follow this so that we understand. And this is my question for you. We have to understand better. I had to get deathly ill in 2004 for me to realize what you have in the book. I mean, really bad, like overnight. But this in the book, we have not yet connected the dots between what we put in our body and what we put in our mind and how we can shine in the outside world. I would love for you to talk about that discovery. And, you know, your writing of this book has so many things in it. If I ask you now, if, if for some reason we got disconnected, what are the top five things you want us to take away from this other than the DA? Okay, so the first thing is that food is important, but it isn't everything. So it's only important to understand about food so you can stop intoxicating yourself because food grows naturally everywhere. So it's like eat food, not, not too much, mostly vegetables. That's like, it's pretty simple food. So I would say food is important, but it's not everything. That's the first thing. The second thing is that I would want to jump into the most important thing is that you are what you think. So your thoughts and the way you relate with your thoughts really creates your life. And, you know, people ask me, like, I am trained as a, as a doctor, as a natural doctor. And yet, you know, and I know so much about food and people are, are you a nutritionist? And I say, no, I'm not. But my book is not about nutrition it's about you can't change the way you eat you can't change anything in your life if you don't change the foundation upon which everything is created which is our thoughts our thought our mindset is is like the root of everything and if you can't so you can't go on a diet it's not going to change your life it'll change your life for a few days and for a few weeks but you will eventually like yo-yo so the book is about changing the way you are your your state of being in life and when you change your state of being, you don't have to do anything else because everything happens naturally. And it is one of the hardest things to change, but it's it, everything else is effortless. And so I would say like that is the most important thing to realize in life that everything on the outside is just cover up. It's all like, it's just the flower, just clothes like that you, but the inside is how you actually, your state of being. And yeah. I have a chapter called You Are What You Eat, and then it's crossed out and it says think. And I think that's one of my I favorite saw that. chapters. <laughs> I was saving that for you. But let's Sorry. talk about it. But let's talk about that because, you know, for the most part, it's, um, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people. Uh, I think you heard me say this is like 16 years. So it's where somebody is counting this. I'm not. But one of my folks says, you know, are you going to celebrate your 10,000th interview? And I'm like, oh, my God, no, I feel so old with that. What is that about? 
Um, but when you cross this out in the book, it got my attention. Because how many times do we have a thought, then an emotion, then we reach for the half a pound of cheese, <laughs> the topped with whipped cream exactly. on a sugar cookie. Uh, let's not hold back. I mean, who makes quesadilla with whipped cream? Well, that's what you do, right? Yeah. But we can't shine. We can't do that. If our mind is telling us we're not enough, that we're DAs, that we'll never amount to anything. And so when you are, are out there speaking and when you are writing the book, how did writing the book change you, Donna? Because I know it must have. There's so much in this book. I mean, I could pull like 50 quotes from here. But I just, for all the listeners that are listening right now, I, I want to say that the bad talk, it doesn't stop. Like I've written a book. I've <laughs> like, people are like, oh, you've done it. I'm like, no, I have imposter syndrome all the time. Oh, me too. I'm constantly feeling like, uh, am I, am I the right person to do this? So, I mean, that doesn't stop. Like we have, we live in a society that for some reason and in some kind of vortex, we always think that we're not good enough. So that doesn't stop. Um, writing the book was one of the hardest things I've ever done. When I started it and I was like quarter way through, I was like, what What did I get myself into? I was like, oh my God. Oh, please don't scare me because uh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you don't know how many PR people are like, when are you going to write your book? You got to write your book. You got to write your book. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, like quarter but of the way through. I'm going to, I'm going to like go for the quesadilla now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's really important to create a support system for yourself. Yeah. Like I work with motivation. So I, for example, I always had um, something exciting to do at the end of the day, like at 9 p.m. or at 7 p.m. after doing a whole days of writing, not in the morning. So I'd, I'd write and then I'd be like, OK, I'm booking like dinner with a friend or I'm booking like an outing or something that got me like excited. If I got I was like, no, no, I can only go if I finish. But what really kept me writing was knowing all the people that I was writing for. Oh, for yes. All the listeners like and that's not that's not I'm not saying that that's really like when I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. I'm so exhausted. Like my brain is frying and I'll be like, no, like and you I would imagine all the people that I'm I'm helping. And oh, all that's going to do it. Don't, don't know that they don't know because you talked about that just before the break. Like one of my favorite things in life is 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 creating the the little spark of of of, of curiosity in people. So it's like I love talking to people and they don't know that they don't know. And then you talk to them and they're like, now they know that they didn't know, but they still don't know what they don't know. But now they know that they don't know. And they're like, how come I didn't know that? How come, how come I, what? There's more that I don't know. How's that possible? How can people keep information from me? And I just, I love like that. If I could only do that my whole life, like I would be happy. I love uh, spark, like igniting the curiosity in people because I think in a way, the society has built things so that we don't ask questions. We stop asking questions. We stop questioning things. We just believe everything we're told. 
And I say in my book, like, don't believe me. Try everything for yourself and experience the things on your own. Because knowing is not, not knowing is not knowing it here. It's knowing it in your body, in your cells. That is really knowing. So just the excitement of, oh my God, I need to finish this because it's going to be so exciting when it's done. Then I can really like have a manual that I can give to people. And, and Pat, I, I wrote this book. Um, the, one of the reasons it was so tough to write was because I didn't want, I wanted one book with everything. It's really hard to find a book that has everything in it. Like you have a book about enzymes. There's a book about the, the anti-cancer diet. you got a book about pH. I was like, you have a book about meditation. you got like a book about exercise. Like, and I was like, no, 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 I don't want people carrying 12 books around them. Like, I want them to have everything in one book. And I'm really, I, I think I simplify things. I like to simplify things to the maximum. So it's like, all you need to know. This is what you need to know. And this is what you need to do. And I, I wanted to create like a very practical visual manual. Like, yeah. okay, why and how? Tell me why I need to do that and tell me how. And so it's even separated. Like every chapter has a separation where you can like go straight to the how if you don't want to know the why. Right. And when you're doing the how, you can read the why. Like it's super adaptogenic. And I also wrote it for people with attention deficit disorder or like most of my generation that has no patience to read. They want to see everything. It's all like got to be visual. So I think I, I tried to write it and make it the book as visual as possible. So like, if you just want to read all the titles of every part, you can only read the titles and, and look at the pictures and look at the charts and you'd get the book. Yeah, you'd that's get the information you needed. Well, that's what I love. That's really what I loved about the book. And I'm so glad you could stay on because, well, first of all, I want to make sure people go to your website because they can sign up for your newsletter there. And they yeah. could find out more about you. But you did such a really good job for this. Two things I was struck by. I was telling Linda about it. Um, Linda's been my best friend since 1972. She's also a fantastic producer. She's amazing. Wow. And I said, oh, I love this book. Really big print, a lot of pictures, and we cut right to the chase. And so I got, I got st stuck on uh, in a good way the parts that you're talking about pesticides before we go to that can you take a minute and let people know first of all website how they can find out more uh, more about you and maybe you want to speak in all seven languages that you know or maybe one or two i don't know <laughs> okay okay i don't want to be showing up but if you're uh, ins insisting um so <laughs> my website is my name is donna but it's spelled like Dana with an H, so D-A-N-A-H-M-O-R.com. Um, and it's that on Instagram with an underscore in between. So D-A-N-A-H underscore M-O-R on Instagram and on Facebook, it's just Donna Moore. So it's all together. Um, yeah, please sign up to our, become a more lifer. The, the project that I've created is called the More Life Project. Yeah. So sign up for the newsletter and become a more lifer, become part of the, the movement. Um, the global movement, and posso dizer em português, gostava muito que vissem o meu site e subscrevem ao meu newsletter. Je peux dire en français aussi, uh, il faut aller au mon site et uh, je vous attends de là. Uh. <laughs> Very good. Um, you know, look at so 
what I love is that we're having a conversation about what I believe is one of the most important next actions, present actions, next actions for our lives. And I say this because there are many reasons, all of which are in the book. Um, We have some level of information about what's happening to the food chain you know, what we, what we could put in our bodies to make us feel better. We have some information about that. Now, you and I have gone down a path where we did have to pop through that clay dirt. You know, I'd never been sick in my life. I didn't even understand what chronic illness was. I never really appreciated chronic illness in other people until April 1st of 04. At the end of the day, I met my body magically changed and I was in the throes of what they called a mystery disease. But I now know that I needed to learn about what that experience was like so we can do work to help other people. I want to ask you, if you looked at everything you know and you've wrote in a book, is there any one thing that you would say to people, if there's nothing else for you to do today, change this one thing in what you put in your body and don't say caffeine because this is organic coffee oh no without <laughs> cream right here oh, you're so funny okay um, go, go to your number two <laughs> no 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 i don't i don't actually talk about caffeine in my whole okay. book so right. you're, you're yeah. off the hook like that's been so talked about i so i i think the, the thing that i do do say that it's like if you don't want to do anything else do this Um, in terms of food is having drinking your veggies in the morning, like having not going to solid food in the morning and having an actually like a liquid green juice, not a fruit juice, but a green like vegetable juice. Uh, I think that's one of the best things you can do. That's like, and you don't have to change the rest of your diet and you are really putting so much goodness in your, into your body. So actually like for people, everyone listening and watching, I do, I, I do often, I do uh, regular uh, challenges that are free. So do sign up to the, to the, to my mailing list, because I will let you know when we're doing the next one. I'm going to do one in Portugal just in two weeks from now, Great. but I'll be doing one in October, like internationally as well, which will be in English, but we do like challenges to show people like in seven days, you can feel different by just in, in doing one tiny thing in your diet. And it's a free challenge. So we, I accompany you and I tell you how to do it. But yeah, I think the morning green juice really makes a difference to what you're putting in your body and it helps you to prolong the elimination of toxins. So for me, like that is something that that's adding something into your diet. Yeah, that's a great Um, idea. That's a great idea for two reasons for me is one, we always think that we have to go to extraordinary lengths to make the best green smoothie, but literally we have, there are so many things that we can get up in the morning and do that with water. I have like a pH water machine, but that's a brilliant idea. You know what? I never even thought to do that like that. All right. What's (laughs) your number two? The number two, I probably like, so I have a chapter called cut the crap and it does say it is cut the crap most of the time. So everyone that loves their crap, don't stress out because we're not I'm not saying that you have to cut the crap all the time. It's most of the time. And that's such an important, like, so my editor, like my publishing company, they took that out of the chapter title. 
And when I, they sent me the, the book, I was like, it, it has to be there. You can't take it out. Right. Because it's, it is the essence of my whole approach. My approach is not becoming like obsessively obsessed with healthiness because that's not healthy. Um, it's about finding the balance and finding the flow and finding the pleasure in doing what you love and doing what is great, great for you. Because if you think of it, we're like the only species that does things that are not good for us knowingly and doing it anyway. There's no animal that's like, no. oh yeah, that's bad for me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because right. like, if you think of it, we're kind of mentally ill. Like, why would we do something we know that's not good for us? Like, so it's, it's really about- Well, you know, I can answer that question because I studied oh, it for 10 years. Do you want to know why? We're sure. the masters of denial. You know, okay, there's no great. other species on the planet. <laughs> there really isn't. You nailed it. You know, maybe something extraterrestrial that may have it down. But we yeah. have learned very early on that, you know, feed our pleasure and deny the rest. Um, mm -hmm. But it's catching up with us. And I think that's part of the message, too. But that is the that is the essence of what I write about. So yeah. if you if you really understand your state of being and your state of mind and you start to practice a level of actual really caring about yourself, when you have an urge to do something that you know is not good for you, the, the energy that is around that, that desire will change because your relationship with yourself is, is improving. I don't know if it, that is, if I'm being clear enough, if that, if you can understand that or if the listeners can understand this, but it's like, if I love ice cream, but I know ice cream is going to make me feel nauseous, I'm going to, with, with pleasure, I'm going to find less toxic ice creams to eat because I still love ice cream. But now I enjoy ice cream. And that's like one of my things. I, I, I love ice cream. I, I do too. Oh my that's, God. That's my jam. Every single I could day. too. Oh my gosh. Uh, like if in the summer, like if I'm on holiday, I will eat ice cream every single day, but yeah. it's about finding ice cream that's kinder to my body. That's less toxic. That's less harmful mm -hmm. because I want to be kinder. And that's the kind of, that's what we have to change. So I still, for example, if I'm in a place where I can't get ice cream, that's not that toxic for me. Um, I might eat ice cream that's toxic, but it won't be like every day. It'll be like sometimes. And that's why it's about cutting the crap most of the time. So coming back to your question, Pat, um, cut the crap. I think that if we're going to do only like three things in our life or four things or whatever you said, five, um, the first would be like introduce a, a drink in the morning where you're drinking yeah. your produce rather than eating solid food. The yeah. second would be remove like three of the most inflammatory foods from your diet. Just say bye to them because they're really not helping you. And there are so many better alternatives that are delicious and so tasty. Um, do you want me to say what they are? Yeah. Um, so I'll, I won't start with the worst one because that one is like a huge oh, thing. Oh, go ahead. Come on. Well, I would say dairy and gluten are the very inflammatory. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but the most of all of those is sugar. And sugar is such oh. a thing. Like I had, I had such a toxic love affair with sugar for thousands of years um i i can still say that i i still have a, a certain relationship with sugar um that i'm not but i am so much better yeah because i can actually go to an ice cream store <laughs> look at the ice cream and be like oh like i'll go to the store and i'll be like look at everyone i'm like oh it looks really nice but i don't need it right. even though i was wanting it 
but it's like, that's what it's about. It's not about making yourself feel like you're not allowed. Like I would go to the ice cream store, go there and look at the ice cream and be like, okay, so you want to get an ice cream? And then I'm like, you know what? I don't think I need one right now. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's about allowing yourself to, it's not about like, okay, you're not allowed. You know, it's really about allowing yourself to, and understanding, like I have a chapter that's called, it's not all about food chapter 12. Yeah. I really love that chapter because it talks, it gives you tools to understand what you're actually really craving. What are you craving when you crave sugar? What are you craving when you crave a quesadilla with whipped cream? (laughs) What is happening in your body? Now, look, I bet you're going to go out and try that. I bet you're going to go out and try that. Um, But you see that chapter in the book that you're referring (laughs) to, uh, Donna, is really important because I found myself, oh, I don't, I'm really... I'm 90-10 when it comes to gluten, but I grew up in a Mediterranean family, and now I know I grew up like half Mediterranean, half South American, but this craving for bread, that was the thing, you know, like Italian bread or French bread or something like that, you know, the hot, and so I was reading this chapter, and I'm like, oh, I know why, because one of the dearest moments of my life was going to the bakery after church, getting that hard Italian roll, we used to call it, with the butter. And so we have to be able to connect those things to realize what are we really missing? What are we really craving? I'm getting goosebumps as you talk. Yeah. Yeah. So what am I really, am I really craving the bread? No, because I know I'll be sick for like two weeks if I eat that whole loaf of bread. But I'm craving something that's so dear. And, and I'm so glad you included it. Look, I want to thank you for today. I hope you will come back. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Um, And, you know, for people, please let them know how to get a copy of the book, how to find out more about you as well, Donna. Thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much. Do do you want me to? Yeah, let's have your website. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm not very good at marketing myself. Um, so sorry. I'm, I'm helping. I'm helping you. <laughs> so Donna, Donna Moore.com. That's D A N A H M O R.com. And, um, on the website, you can, you can please sign up to my newsletter. I love connecting with people around the world. Like I am a people person. So this whole thing of COVID not being able to travel and meet people is like, I really love meeting you. So please sign up, send me a message. Um, tell me what you think about the book send me your feedback and I'm on Instagram and on Facebook and I do a lot of lives and I answer questions I'm super active so we'll get all that from their newsletter so we'll do that okay perfect Donna Donna, thank you for today and I just want to leave everybody with something from her book and it's this you the boss let's take a short break everybody we'll be right back